Global Broadcasting Networks presents Military Mom Talk Radio. We know behind every soldier, sailor, airman, and marine is the family supporting them. With over 200 episodes in 17 countries, over five seasons, with three million monthly listeners, we are Radio Strong. Now here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I am so excited today because we've got two great, amazing women joining us on the show today. We've got Marnie Swedberg and Daia Six, and they are moms. They are amazing, dynamic, inspirational, wonderful women, and we're going to talk about today some of the great aspects of motherhood and how to cope with some of the not-so-great aspects of motherhood. Now, let's get to my guest. We we have Daia Six and Marnie Swedberg. And Marnie, I have to tell you, you're the only person I know that has their first name.com. You're like Cher, like you're Marnie.com. <laughs> Daia, do you own Daia.com with a name spelled D A A I Y A H.com? Yes, yes, exactly. Thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> It's like mothers separated by another mother or whatever that thing is. Because I've never had two people on the show that have their first name.com. Are you serious? Yeah. Well, you know, you guys have cool names. And um, I'd like to introduce both of you, but I think you guys are better at that than me. So I'm going to go to Marnie first and then Daia. And you guys just introduce yourself to the listeners so we can get right into our roundtable questions. Okay. Well, thanks for having me. This is Marnie. And, of course, my website is Marnie.com, M-A-R-N-I-E. Little known to my parents when they named me. They named me Marnie Joy, and Marnie means joyful in Hebrew. So my name actually means joyful joy, which is really fun. And I've got three adults now, kids, homeschooled them all the way from K-12. And um, they're doing great. They're beautiful adult people who are taking responsibility, which is what everybody's goal is for your kids that they would grow up and be a responsible adult. And um, along the way, wrote 13 books and started a website that's become the largest online directory for social women speakers in the world. Also have been managing our family restaurant and retail store for over 11 years. So that's kind of a little bit about me. Wow, you're not very busy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, I am Daya and I'll just like you, I'm going to go ahead and respell that just in case some of those that, uh, you know, miss it. It is D is in dollar, double A. I have two A's, you guys. Some people search for me and they forget about the two A's. I have two A's, then an I, Y-A-H, and then six, C-I-X-X. That's my name, Daya Six. And um, just like Sandra said, Daya6.com, you can really get as much information that I'm allowing you to get on that webpage. And I am a mother of two bouncing, destructive boys. You know, when I was um, I was asking my mother, you know, mom, was it this heart raising boys? And she was just like, well, you only have one brother. She had two daughters. So my my boys are um, they're 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 delicious and handsome. And I'm totally um, a, a full time mother. I am. I am a relationship specialist, so I work with keeping people together, and my specialty is, you know, being able to keep people together through their facial features, because facial features turn up on your face through your experiences. So when, you know, we look at people, we don't really truly see individuals, and so I specialize in that without even knowing someone. I think I hit maybe, most people say I hit about 80 percentile. I think I range like in 80 percent. That's without knowing any type of... um, 
anything about you. And uh, right now, I will tell you, I have a 15-year-old son who um, just became a CEO of his own company, and I'm helping him. He's a, you know, he's a comedic, he's, he's a, he's a comedic, he's a comedic. So he loves comedy and making people laugh, and um, he's getting his production company together right now. And it's a production company of only youthful individuals. And then on top of that, of course, you know, I do radio, Healthy Relationship Talk Radio. And my biggest, I will tell you guys this, this is just to kind of sum everything up. My, one of my biggest accomplishments is the um, international beauty pageant that I am getting ready to launch this summer. And it is glorifying women for the very first time globally with uh, natural hair and natural beauty. So women can finally come and compete and be themselves without, you know, banging themselves up for being something that they're not. Well, and I think that's, boy, that's something, you know, and I can't wait to get Marnie's take on it. You know, as a mom, like when you <laughs> when you said, Daya, like mm-hmm. all of your experiences show up on your features. And I'm like, yes. oh, my gosh. Like I looked this morning and I'm like, I got bags because I was up with Zachy all night. And I'm like, <laughs> squinty lines on the side. And there's like, you know, 18 different homework assignments due this month when there's like California state testing. Like, you know, could you really yes. you know, at once but you're right it does it does show up on our face and yes, it does. motherhood isn't easy and one mm-hmm. thing that I picked up from both of you as you were speaking is how many roles you play like you are oh. mothers you are are entrepreneurs you are um Oh my, you know, there was just so many. I was starting to jot down Marnie's and then I'm trying to jot down Daia's and I'm like, well, this is typical. This mm-hmm. is typical of a modern day mother who has so many more roles to wear, I believe, than our mothers and grandmothers uh, who walked this earth before us. Now, my my biological grandmother was a single mom in the 30s and she was very entrepreneurial. So wow. she's kind of like, you know, like I never met her, but I've, I've I grew up with stories and pictures. And so I kind of channel her. I kind of, you know, like go, okay, you know, Grandma Rose, what, what do I do now? Like, As you, you should, yes. Own, you know, in the 30s. But I look at, at where we are today and mm-hmm. the roles of women and mothers have shifted and have become more complicated. And as a result, I feel it's much harder for women to really enjoy mothering, really enjoy motherhood. And as my late mother said to me, one of the things I'm so sad about for you, San, is that you're so busy being mother and father and providing for your children, you really don't have time just to enjoy them. And motherhood should be enjoyable. We're mm-hmm. going to talk more about this when we get back from the break. Lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, moms, dads, and grandparents. This is Sandra Beck from Military Mom Talk Radio, and I know how hard it is to provide a great education for military kids. K-12 believes every child is uniquely brilliant. So to prepare them for college and succeed beyond high school, they deserve an education designed just for them. Learn more at k12.com front slash grade about enrollment. A child's brilliance comes in many forms. Some are curious, others inventive, some are analytical. K-12 is a full-time, tuition-free, online option to traditional public school. Taught by state-certified teachers, schools powered by K-12 provide an individualized education, enhancing your child's ability to succeed. 
K-12 programs teach to and embrace your child's unique brilliance. Students from K-12 powered schools go on to fine colleges and universities, enhancing their ability to succeed in life. Be part of the community of families who have succeeded with a tuition-free online K-12 education. K-12 welcomes students from grade K to 12. Visit k12.com front slash grade or call 855-628-9531 for more information about enrolling. That's k12.com front slash grade. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. To lose weight, we know that each day we need to burn more calories than we take in through eating, and exercise burns more calories. According to Discovery Health, a 150-pound person will burn about 60 calories while taking a one-hour nap. One hour of sitting and watching television burns about the same. But if that 150-pound person takes a one-hour brisk walk, then say goodbye to more than 250 calories. Cardio exercise like running, biking, swimming, and brisk walking are the best modes of exercise to burn the highest amount of calories and will get the endorphins flowing in your body. Those feel-good neurotransmitters boost your mood naturally. So use exercise to burn calories, lose weight, and to feel good. I'm Annette Hammond. To hear other fitness and weight loss tips, visit our website at AnnetteHammond.com. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here today with Daia Six and Marnie Sweetberg, and we're talking about motherhood. And with the intensity of, like... If my kid forgets something at school, he texts me and I kind of run it right over to school, even though I'm a working professional and have a full work day. You know, when I was little, I had a long walk to school. I sound like those parents, you know, where it's like I had to walk to school in knee deep snow with no shoes and only a <laughs> blind dog to guide me. Um mm-hmm. And it was too bad for you, like too bad, so sad. You forget your homework. There's nobody to drive the stuff in. And, you know, there's so much immediacy. And and lately my, my son, my older son wants his guitar restrung and I'm happy to do that. But the guitar center is like way far away and I can't get there during the workday. So he has to wait like six days, which, you know, might as well be an eternity, you know, for a teenager. Um, but he busts my chops all the time about like it not being done immediate, immediate, immediate. And then I get on Facebook because that's sometimes my like like break and I do enjoy seeing like at Halloween I love seeing the kids in their Halloween costumes or you know see them with their Easter baskets or you know or whatever holiday I love that but then there's all this pressure because I see these moms that look so good and you know, I was on a show this week, girls, where one of the um, one of the guests, Sharon Silver of ProactiveParenting.net, told this story about she was at the beach in San Francisco, and there was this family, and they were like arguing, 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 and then the mom will, whipped out the selfie stick, put the selfie stick up, and she's like, "Everybody get out of here and smile!" And you know, <laughs> wow, everybody ran over and they smiled. And they all, these kids that were sassing and pushing and shoving looked like beautiful angels. The moms like snuggled into the husband and she's like, look at our happy family, you know, but all of this puts a lot of pressure on mothers. And I'm going to go to Marnie first because the immediacy plus the pressure of social media and, and all media really today makes for a lot of very unhappy parenting moments. Oh, my goodness, it does. And it is so easy to be caught up with the comparison trap where, you know, if I don't look as good as you, if my family isn't as good as you, you know, and it's all about back to back to what are your goals 
uh, why are you doing this in the first place? What are you hoping to accomplish in your family, in your life? So I like to, I like to think back to, uh, to Jesus and what he said was, he said, you love the Lord your God, you know, with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself. But what you hear throughout that is the word you. You know, even God recognizes <laughs> that you have got to take care of you and love you in order to have anything else to give to somebody else. You know, it's back to the airplane and the stewardess says, you know, the air is going to come down the mask and you got to put it on yourself first and then care for the person next to you. So that's what moms I think are missing. And you're like, yeah, but how do you do it? And the way you do it is you make the commitment to do it. You say, no, I have to take care of me first, or I cannot really take care of you in the way that I should. And that's about boundaries. Um, there is a wonderful resource called Love and Logic Parenting that I recommend to everybody. My parents actually raised us using the principles in that book. And when I found the book, it was like, sweet, this is what my mom and dad did. And it you know, turned out good. You know, And uh, four responsible adults out of that family. And I, it worked really well with us too. And what is, it's a lot about boundaries, a lot about, you know, you shared, you shared the story center of, of running stuff for your kids. And my kids knew they got three free. And after that, there was a charge for everything I ran to school. Guess what quit happening? <laughs> quit running to school with forgotten things. Uh, Dave had a, Dave had a slamming, a slamming fee. So you can slam the door in your bedroom if you want, but it'll be five bucks a time. Uh, you know, we just, we just set up, we just set up that kind of systems in our home, get out of the bad guy role, have the chore chart or whatever, be the bad guy. And you can learn a lot more about that. It's called love and logic parenting. I love that. Diane, oh. now you're like me, you're a single parent household and you know, I wear both hats and there are times my kids are getting better about it, but when they go to their dads for the weekend, invariably there's a sock missing. There's like, you know, I don't know the, the, the homeworks at one house or the other. I mean, it does happen. And I don't penalize my kids for that kind of stuff because I feel it's not fair because they have to transition because of our divorce. But I think I'm going to institute some of that, you know, running to school thing. Like you get three in a calendar year at school, just like AAA, you get three toes before they cancel you. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? I, I say this in, 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 you know, households. Yes, I have been a single mother. Um, I've always actually been a single mother, you know, because I'm a no nonsense type of woman. You know, I know what I can possess, you know, and, and give when it comes to my family. So when I got with my kid's father, you know, some of us, you know, did it, you know, when we look back at those days, we go, oh my God, how stupid was I to even get with him? Like what's, what was going on with me? It was one of those situations. And since their father could not mount up to what I was doing mentally, physically, spiritually, he became my child, you see? And so I have to thank my mother who was actually a single mother herself, right? who taught me all of the, you know, related ideologies of what it really takes to run a great household. Now, see, this is where we may find, uh, fall short as women. Women, we get trapped into this understanding of, oh, my God, when I have a child, the man has to be there. The, you know, I have to be there and we have to raise these children together and we should be in a family household and we should do this together. And and a lot of times, you know, when you look at everything symbolically, sometimes the man, OK, 
sometimes the woman too, but in my case, it was the man. The man did not hold enough for me to help me run my household. So I knew as a mother, if I was, if I was to continue that relationship, which takes a lot of strength from a woman to do. Okay. This is why I can speak about it. I can talk about it. I know what was going through my head and I knew how much, how much strength it took me to actually say, you know what, you have to go because I knew that I had two children. So there was no reason for me to take on the burden of a grown man who was acting like my child. Okay. So, and, and, and Sandra, when you talk about, you know, those mothers that, you know, you know, they look good and, you know, and, you know, I get that. And a lot of times women who tend to look good when they have their children, it could because they have a great help mate. Because then you also have those women, remember, because facial features, you know, all your experiences show up on your face. And I did not want to be an aging mother. You know, my mother, when we were teenagers, people thought that my mother was my sister because my mother lived in her birthright. See, we have to remember what our birthright is, because the moment we forget, the universe has a way of reminding us. Right. And that's why we have eyes. That's why we have that's why we have mirrors all around. The lake is a mirror. And when you truly look at yourself, it is your job to be honest. So women. You have to understand that when you are in a relationship and you're only in there for the sake of the children, you're already failing your children and it is your job. Okay. We as women are universal teachers. We are universal givers. We are the portal to life. That's why sometimes, you know, have you guys noticed like, um, when you look at households and, you know, you have the you have the mother and the father in the household, father can come in. He's upset here, you know, and this is and I'm talking about a father that isn't physically destructive to his family, but he can come in. He could be upset. He can say, oh, my God, I had a bad day. You know, everybody look at him, you know, and then dad will go into, you know, the room and everybody goes on about their business. <laughs> but then when mom gets upset, right, the whole uh, the whole house shifts. Everybody's like, oh, mom's upset. Mom, mom, you know, you better get out of mom's way. And that is because we are the portals to life. That is our pecking order. And so if you really, truly want to be a great mother to your children, you sometimes have to protect your children from their fathers, you know, and sometimes women, we get so caught up in this societal, you know, idea of, well, the husband has to be there in order for us to have a great, you know, family. But no, 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 no. It is your job to raise great people that can also teach society how to get better. And you can't do that when there's a man in your house that's destructive and actually taking away everything that you're trying to build. Right. Or a woman in the house. Like or a woman in the house. Exactly. To be. Thank you. You know, there are times. Yeah. For, for, for both of those. And um, I'd like to thank our sponsor today, which is a company called StoryWorth. And this is the easiest way to tell your story. I have to tell you to go to StoryWorth.com because, you know, every family has 
their stories, you know, and they're germane to you and your brothers and sisters and your children and your aunts and uncles. And StoryWorth was founded by this guy who wanted his dad to record his amazing stories. And I know if my dad was left to record all his stories, they'd all be World War II and military stories. Mm -hmm. Um, But I like to include my whole family and StoryWorth makes it really easy for everybody to share their stories. And the way it works, it's kind of cool. So you, so you get this subscription, okay? And then each week, StoryWorth sends you an email with questions about your life. And it could be, you know, how did you guys meet? Or, you know, what was the biggest fight you ever had? Or what what is something nobody knows about you? You know, they're really fun, thought-provoking questions. And you simply reply to this email, or this is pretty cool. You can record it over the phone by calling the StoryWorth number. And all these stories are kept private and are only shared with the family that you choose. And after a year, all these stories are bound into this beautiful uh, keepsake book. So it's a cool way to stay in touch. Like my brothers and sisters are in, let's see, they're in Germany, they're in Denver, they're in California, they're in New York. So we're kind of all over the place. And so are our nieces and nephews and um, great aunts and great uncles. Um, We're kind of scattered all over. And it's really fun to learn about our relatives. Like my relatives came from Poland and Germany. They were not, uh, you know, you know, they weren't United States born and bred. So they have some cool things and they've thrown in some recipes. And so you get this kind of one year of weekly story prompts and you can, know that everything is totally secure and private by default and you can decide who sees your stories and it's a great gift for mother's day and i want to tell you how i'm using it because i think it's pretty cool now as a child i grew up on a lake and because we had the house on the lake and it wasn't a big fancy house it was like this little dinky little thing that all the electrical sockets popped when it rained so don't Mm -hmm. imagine like tv style lake house this was like a real country lake house and Um, everything surrounded fishing and boating and swimming. And every Saturday night we would have a fire in our front lawn and the neighbors would come and everybody would just pull up a lawn chair. It was really informal. And every once in a while it would be at somebody else's house, but more often than not, it was the gathering place. And we told stories around the fire. And one of the stories that I didn't know about that I found out through story worse was when I was a little girl, we were all down in the basement and my brother's and sisters we were spinning around because it was buffalo and it was cold on these big support poles for the house and my mom came and said you know you guys stop doing this and my littlest brother was spinning around this cement pole on a cement floor. And I know you know what's coming soon. You know, mm-hmm. my older brother says, stop doing that. My older sister says, stop doing that. Everybody in the family is going, Douglas, stop doing that. Well, he doesn't listen. He's spinning faster and faster. Well, his hand gets sweaty. He falls off the pole. And all of a sudden, he cracks his head on the cement floor. Mm-hmm. And what does my mom do? She runs downstairs, starts screaming at all of us, why didn't you guys do anything? Now, I remember the why you didn't do uh, anything yelling part because I'm only a year and a half older than my little brother, but I didn't know the whole backstory. And when this backstory came up, oh my gosh, we, I was laughing so hard. Like that's a total (laughs) story keeper. And it's really funny now because my little brother who, you know, busted his head on the cement floor is (laughs) he's now a NASA rocket scientist and working (laughs) on the So to me, it's like, you know, you come full circle. Um, I could go on and on about this, but I know I got to get back to the show. Um, for $20 off, you want to go to Story Worth, like your story's worth something. For $20 off, visit storyworth.com. 
com slash supermom when you subscribe and you'll get $20 off. And so it's really a great present for Mother's Day. And if you're like my oldest brother, he was the king. I remember on Christmas Eve, we went to midnight mass as a family and I drove home with him and the other kids were in the car with my mom and dad. And he's like, Stan, Stan, I got to stop at Rite Aid. And I'm like, what could you need at Rite Aid? Like in the middle of the night before Christmas, he goes, I don't have anything for mom. And (laughs) or you if you want a great last minute oh, gift uh, go to storyworth.com for $20 off visit storyworth.com slash supermom when you subscribe and of course all terms and conditions apply you can go to the website and read them for yourself so I want to thank StoryWorth. We're going to hear Marnie's uh, viewpoint. We're going to wait till it comes after break because I know commercial break is coming up. But I can tell both of you women that one of the hardest things that was for me to pull the plug on my marriage was my beliefs, the idea that I made a promise before God. My family did not have a lot of divorce in it. Um, so that was new territory that I kind of braved. You know, my siblings are still happily married. My parents were married until my mother took her last breath. You know, my dad was there when that happened. And that was the marriage that I dreamed about. And I dreamed of being equally yoked and, you know, all these things that I was taught as a little girl. And I really had to sit down and wrestle with the idea of, you know, could I raise these boys in peace and harmony and and encourage them to be the men I wanted them to be when they grew up um, in this household. And it took me, um, it took me almost two years to come to that decision. And I woke up one morning and I knew it was time. So nobody here is advocating divorce. Nobody here is talking about ending a marriage lightly, but there are times when, when things do need to change and there are demons we wrestle with. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about this. Uh, I'm here today with Diane. Six and Marnie Swedberg, and we'll be back after the break, and we're going to talk about how a helpmate is really a helpmate, and what does that mean? Because everybody needs different things. We all need different kinds of help, and as capable, amazing women, we do need help. We'll be back after the break. We've got lots more ahead. Stay with us on Military Mom Talk Radio. Would you like to know how to bring more ease to all the decisions you need to make in life? Knowing your core values is the first step in Joyce's free live masterclass. You'll discover your top five core values in as little as 45 minutes. Join her now at free gift from joyce.com this is uncommon sense for leaders a forum for exploring leadership from the intellect the heart and the spirit whether you're a leader now or aspire to be a leader in the future you owe it to yourself to learn about the big ideas that have shaped the careers of compelling communicators masters of influence and highly effective leaders Uncommon Sense for Leaders. Tune in to hear thought-provoking ideas on every aspect of leadership. You can expect dynamic discussions with special guests, quick tips you can apply immediately for better results, and the tools you need to take you from where you are to where you want to be as a leader. 
Are you ready to crack the code for achieving unprecedented results? Then join the host for Uncommon Sense for Leaders, Catherine Carlisi, every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, right here on the All Business Radio Network. We're back with more great conversation on Military Mom Talk Radio. Hey, Mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here today with Daia Six and Marnie Swedberg, and we're talking about motherhood. And with the intensity of, like, if my kid forgets something at school, he texts me, and I kind of run it right over to school, even though I'm a working professional and have a full work day. You know, when I was little, I had a long walk to school. I sound like those parents, you know, where it's like, I had to walk to school in knee-deep snow with no shoes and only a <laughs> blind dog to guide me. Um mm-hmm. And it was too bad for you, like too bad, so sad. You forget your homework. There's nobody to drive the stuff in. And, you know, there's so much immediacy. And and lately my my son, my older son wants his guitar restrung. And I'm happy to do that. But the guitar center is like way far away. And I can't get there during the workday. So he has to wait like six days, which, you know, might as well be an eternity, you know, for a teenager. Um, but he busts my chops all the time about like it not being done immediate, immediate, immediate. And then I get on Facebook because that's sometimes my like like break and I do enjoy seeing like at Halloween I love seeing the kids in their Halloween costumes or you know see them with their Easter baskets or you know or whatever holiday I love that but then there's all this pressure because I see these moms that look so good and you know, I was on a show this week, girls, where one of the um, one of the guests, Sharon Silver of ProactiveParenting.net, told this story about she was at the beach in San Francisco, and there was this family, and they were like arguing, 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 and then the mom whipped out the selfie stick, put the selfie stick up, and she's like, "Everybody, get out of here and smile!" And you know, <laughs> wow, everybody ran over and they smiled. And they all, these kids that were sassing and pushing and shoving looked like beautiful angels. The mom's like snuggled into the husband and she's like, look at our happy family, you know, but all of this puts a lot of pressure on mothers. And I'm going to go to Marnie first because the immediacy plus the pressure of social media and, and all media really today makes for a lot of very unhappy parenting moments. Oh, my goodness, it does. And it is so easy to be caught up with the comparison trap where, you know, if I don't look as good as you, if my family isn't as good as you, you know, and it's all about back to back to what are your goals? Uh, Why are you doing this in the first place? What are you hoping to accomplish in your family, in your life? So I like to I like to think back to, to Jesus and what he said was he said, you love the Lord, your God, you know, with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and you love your neighbor as yourself. But what you hear throughout that is the word you, you know, even God recognizes that you have got to take care of you and love you in order to have anything else to give to somebody else. You know, it's back to the airplane and the stewardess says, you know, the air is going to come down the mask and you got to put it on yourself first and then care for the person next to you. So that's what moms I think are missing. And you're like, yeah, but how do you do it? And the way you do it is you make the commitment to do it. You say, no, I have to take care of me first, or I cannot really take care of you in the way that 
I should, and that's about boundaries. Um, there's a wonderful resource called Love and Logic Parenting that I recommend to everybody. My parents actually raised us using the principles in that book. And when I found the book, it was like, sweet, this is what my mom and dad did. And it, you know, it turned out good, you know, and uh, four responsible adults out of that family. And I, it worked really well with us too. And what is, it's a lot about boundaries. A lot about, you know, you shared, you shared the story, Sandra, of, of running stuff for your kids. And my kids knew they got three free. And after that, there was a charge for everything I ran to school. Guess what? Quit happening. <laughs> Quit running to school with forgotten things. Uh, Dave had a, Dave had a slamming, a slamming fee. So you can slam the door in your bedroom if you want, but it'll be five bucks a time. Uh, you know, we just, we just set up. We just set up that kind of systems in our home, get out of the bad guy role, have the chore chart or whatever, be the bad guy. And you can learn a lot more about that. It's called Love and Logic Parenting. Love that. Diane, now you're like me, you're a single parent household and, you know, I wear both hats and there are times my kids are getting better about it, but when they go to their dads for the weekend, invariably there's a sock missing. There's like, you know, I don't know, the, the, the homeworks at one house or the other. I mean, it does happen. And I don't penalize my kids for that kind of stuff because I feel it's not fair because they have to transition because of our divorce. But I think I'm going to institute some of that, you know, running to school thing. Like you get three in a calendar year at school, just like AAA, you get three toes before they cancel you. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But you know what? I, I say this in, 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 you know, households. Yes, I have been a single mother. Um, I've always actually been a single mother, you know, because I'm a no nonsense type of woman. You know, I know what I can possess, you know, and, and give when it comes to my family. So when I got with my kid's father, you know, some of us, you know, did it, you know, when we look back at those days, we go, oh my God, how stupid was I to even get with him? Like what's, what was going on with me? It was one of those situations. And since their father could not mount up to what I was doing mentally, physically, spiritually, he became my child, you see? And so I have to thank my mother who was actually a single mother herself, right? who taught me all of the, you know, related ideologies of what it really takes to run a great household. Now, see, this is where we may find, uh, fall short as women. Women, we get trapped into this understanding of, oh, my God, when I have a child, the man has to be there. The, you know, I have to be there and we have to raise these children together and we should be in a family household and we should do this together. And and a lot of times, you know, when you look at everything symbolically, sometimes the man, OK, sometimes the woman, too. But in my case, it was the man. The man did not hold enough for me to help me run my household. So I knew as a mother, if I was, con if I was to continue that relationship, which takes a lot of strength from a woman to do. Okay. This is why I can speak about it. I can talk about it. I know what was going through my head and I knew how much, how much strength it took me to actually say, you know what, you have to go because I knew that I had two children. So there was no reason for me to take on the burden of a grown man who was acting like my child. OK, so and, and, and Sandra, when you talk about, you know, those mothers that, you know, you know, they look good and, you know, and, you know, I get that. And a lot of times 
women who tend to look good when they have their children, it could be because they have a great help mate. Because then you also have those women, remember, because facial features, you know, all your experiences show up on your face. And I did not want to be an aging mother. You know, my mother, when we were teenagers, people thought that my mother was my sister because my mother lived in her birthright. See, we have to remember what our birthright is because the moment we forget, the universe has a way of reminding us, right? And that's why we have eyes. That's why we have, that's why we have mirrors all around. The lake is a mirror. And when you truly look at yourself, it is your job to be honest. So women... You have to understand that when you are in a relationship and you're only in there for the sake of the children, you're already failing your children and it is your job. Okay. We as women are universal teachers. We are universal givers. We are the portal to life. That's why sometimes, you know, have you guys noticed like, um, when you look at households and you know, you have the, you have the mother and the father in the household, father can come in, he's upset here, you know, and this is, and I'm talking about a father that isn't physically destructive to his family, but he can come in, he could be upset. He can say, Oh my God, I had a bad day. You know, everybody look at him, you know, and then dad will go into, you know, the room and everybody goes on about their business. <laughs> but then when mom gets upset, right? The whole uh, the whole house shifts. Everybody's like, oh, mom's upset. Mom, mom, you know, you better get out of mom's way. And that is because we are the portals to life. That is our pecking order. And so if you really, truly want to be a great mother to your children, you sometimes have to protect your children from their fathers, you know, and sometimes women, we get so caught up in this societal, you know, idea of, well, the husband has to be there in order for us to have a great, you know, family. But no, 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 no. It is your job to raise great people that can also teach society how to get better. And you can't do that when there's a man in your house that's destructive and actually taking away everything that you're trying to build. Right. Or a woman in the house. Like or a woman in the house. Exactly. Be. Thank you. You know, there are times. Me. Yeah. For, for, for both of those. And um, I'd like to thank our sponsor today, which is a company called StoryWorth. And this is the easiest way to tell your story. I have to tell you to go to StoryWorth.com because, you know, every family has their stories, you know, and they're germane to you and your brothers and sisters and your children and your aunts and uncles. And StoryWorth was founded by this guy who wanted his dad to record his amazing stories. And I know if my dad was left to record all his stories, they'd all be World War II and military stories. Um, mm -hmm. But I like to include my whole family and StoryWorth makes it really easy for everybody to share their stories. And the way it works, it's kind of cool. So you, so you get the subscription, okay? And then each week, StoryWorth sends you an email with questions about your life. And it could be, you know, how did you guys meet? Or, you know, what was the biggest fight you ever had? Or what what is something nobody knows about you? You know, they're really fun, thought-provoking questions. And you simply reply to this email, or this is pretty cool. You can record it over the phone by calling the StoryWorth number. And all these stories are kept private and are only shared with the family that 
that you choose. And after a year, all these stories are bound into this beautiful uh, keepsake book. So it's a cool way to stay in touch. Like my brothers and sisters are in, let's see, they're in Germany, they're in Denver, they're in California, they're in New York. So we're kind of all over the place. And so are our nieces and nephews and and great aunts and great uncles. Um, We're kind of scattered all over. And it's really fun to learn about our relatives. Like my relatives came from Poland and Germany. They were not, uh, you know, know, they weren't United States born and bred. So they have some cool things and they've thrown in some recipes. And so you get this kind of one year of weekly story prompts and you can – know that everything is totally secure and private by default and you can decide who sees your stories and it's a great gift for Mother's Day and I want to tell you how I'm using it because I think it's pretty cool. Now as a child I grew up on a lake and because we had the house on the lake and it wasn't a big fancy house it was like this little dinky little thing that all the electrical sockets popped when it rained so don't Mm -hmm. imagine like TV style lake house. This was like a real country lake house. And um, everything surrounded fishing and boating and swimming. And every Saturday night, we would have a fire in our front lawn. And the neighbors would come and everybody would just pull up a lawn chair. It was really informal. And every once in a while, it would be at somebody else's house. But more often than not, it was the gathering place. And we told stories around the fire. And one of the stories that I didn't know about that I found out through Story Wars was when I was a little girl, we were all down in the basement and my brothers and sisters, we were spinning around because it was Buffalo and it was cold on these big support poles for the house. And my mom came and said, you know, you guys stop doing this. And my littlest brother was spinning around this cement pole on a cement floor. And I know you know what's coming soon. You know, Mm -hmm. my older brother says, stop doing that. My older sister says, stop doing that. Everybody in the family is going, Douglas, stop doing that. Well, he doesn't listen. He's spinning faster and faster. Well, his hand gets sweaty. He falls off the pole. And all of a sudden, he cracks his head on the cement floor. Mm -hmm. And what does my mom do? She runs downstairs, starts screaming at all of us, why didn't you guys do anything? Now, I remember the why you didn't do uh, anything yelling part because I'm only a year and a half older than my little brother, but I didn't know the whole backstory. And when this backstory came up, oh my gosh, we, I was laughing so hard. Like that's a total story keeper. And it's really funny now because my little brother who, you know, busted his head on the cement floor is (laughs) he's now a NASA rocket scientist and working on the, so to me, it's like, you know, you come full circle. Um, um, I could go on and on about this, but I know I got to get back to the show. Um, for $20 off, you want to go to Story Worth, like your story's worth something. For $20 off, visit storyworth.com slash supermom uh, when you subscribe and you'll get $20 off. And so it's really a great present for Mother's Day. And if you're like my oldest brother, he was the king. I remember on Christmas Eve, we went to midnight mass as a family and I drove home with him and the other kids were in the car with my mom and dad. And he's like, Stan, Stan, I got to stop at Rite Aid. And I'm like, what could you need at Rite Aid? Like in the middle of the night before Christmas, he goes, I don't have anything for mom. And (laughs) for brothers and sisters or you, if you want a great last minute gift, uh, go to storyworth.com for $20 off. Visit storyworth.com slash super mom when you subscribe. And of course, all terms and conditions apply. You can go to the website and read them for yourself. So 
I want to thank Storyworth. We're going to hear Marnie's uh, viewpoint. We're going to wait till it comes after break because I know commercial break is coming up. But I can tell both of you women that one of the hardest things that was for me to pull the plug on my marriage was my beliefs, the idea that I made a promise before God. My family did not have a lot of divorce in it. Um, so that was new territory that I kind of braved. You know, my siblings are still happily married. My parents were married until my mother took her last breath. You know, my dad was there when that happened. And that was the marriage that I dreamed about. And I dreamed of being equally yoked and, you know, all these things that I was taught as a little girl. And I really had to sit down and wrestle with the idea of, you know, could I raise these boys in peace and harmony and and encourage them to be the men I wanted them to be when they grew up um, in this household. And it took me, um, it took me almost two years to come to that decision. And I woke up one morning, and I knew it was time. So nobody here is advocating divorce. Nobody here is talking about ending a marriage lightly. But there are times when when things do need to change and they're demons we wrestle with when we come back from the break we're going to talk more about this uh, i'm here today with daia six and marnie swedberg and we'll be back after the break and we're going to talk about how a helpmate is really a helpmate and what does that mean because everybody needs different things we all need different kinds of help and as capable amazing women We do need help. We'll be back after the break. LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show. Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting Magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes. Hey, mamas, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Daia Six and Marnie Swedberg, and we are talking about 
being honest with yourself. And this is, I think, one of the hardest things, because in the example uh, we gave earlier in the show about the man and his wife and their four children uh, living in this household where the parents are they're not in love anymore. And, and worse than that, there, there's a lot of resentment and undercurrent going on. And, um, you know, I talked to the mother one time about this and she echoed a sentiment that I had before I follow, filed for divorce was that I thought I was making this loving sacrifice for my kids, that I loved them so much I wouldn't put them through divorce and I would I would tolerate anything. And one of the things that I found is that when I'm not living true to myself. And I i don't know about the word honesty because i it's a hard word for me because I wasn't actively lying to myself. I think my intentions were really right to keep the family together and, and raise these children and love them with everything I have and give them everything I could so that they could go on and be great adults. Um, but I had a blind spot and um, I don't know if I was unconscious or unknowing, whatever word, you know, but it doesn't have to mean we're lying to ourselves. I think that just adds a whole nother pile of guilt and feelings on top of it. So I'm mm-hmm. going to say that I had a blind spot where my family was concerned and I really thought I was an inexhaustible resource. But then I'd look in the mirror and I looked tired. I looked lifeless. I looked heavy and not just the extra pounds. I had like 30 extra pounds packed on, but there was a heaviness about everything. I, I breathed heavy. I walked heavy. I, even like when I pray at night, it was, everything was like cloaked in exhaustion. And that was only a therapist that told me, you know, that means you're not living authentically. You're not living truthfully. And Mm -hmm. at first my feelings were really hurts girls because I, I wasn't actively lying to myself. I didn't know better. And now when I know better and I do better now, if I choose to lie to myself, like, you know, if you eat that chocolate fast, it doesn't count. That's an active lie. (laughs) That's me lying to myself. (laughs) Right, right, right. The other stuff like was like a blind spot or, or I was unaware or maybe I was blinded I don't know I'm going to go to Marnie first Hmm. well first of all what's coming to my mind is just to be kind to you I do these 21 day wins with women we beat ourselves up so badly first of all we set these huge high goals and expectations of ourselves and then when life gets in the way and we can't do it just as big and huge and wonderfully as we thought we beat ourselves up for it and you know I think that that's the number one trap is that life isn't going to turn out the way you think it, it just isn't. It's going to sometimes be better. It's going to be sometimes harder. It's going to be sometimes totally different. But when you recognize that you are the one who's choosing to assign value to things, you get to do that. So uh, another thought that's coming to my mind is this growth process. I mean, why, like, you didn't, you didn't know that you weren't living authentically until someone helped you see that. And our kids don't know how to dress themselves until they get to the stage of development where they can. And a CEO can't be a CEO until he's learned many things along the way, you know, to get there or she has. The, the reality is, is there's so much growth in life. And I think that we're really, really hard on ourselves in this aspect where we think we should understand all this and just be all so perfect and everything. And that's, that's really not the goal. The goal is to enjoy the journey to actually say, I'm on a journey, I'm on a trip. And just because we haven't arrived at the destination yet doesn't mean I can't enjoy the scenery where I am. I can't enjoy the people I'm with where I'm going. You know, so for me, for me, we were talking about like, what's the barometer? How do you know when things are getting off base? And for me, it's the peace level. If I'm at peace, um, I know that it's okay. And even if I don't know how to do it right here, it's okay. 
Mm-hmm. As soon as as soon as my peace starts going away and I start being agitated and stressed out all the time or whatever, even a little, that's where I'm going back and I'm saying, you know, God, you have to show show me what's going on here so that I can better understand how to live a life that's worth something instead of just living life, getting through it. Yeah, you know what? I have to agree with you. And and I think you said the key because when, you know, sometimes we don't know that we are being you know, shifted or, or, or that we're being set away from our goals or angles and things like that. And I think the key to that is really learning. We have to really learn and exercise how to constantly always be mentally aware of ourselves. Okay. Because when we're mentally aware of ourselves, right. And, and I'm saying, we, cause sometimes we're not aware of the things that we do. And sometimes we may not be aware of how we feel. We could, sometimes we can go numb, but the 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 majority of the time, the more you practice it, the better you become at it. So that's where I'm getting at. Okay. And I will say this because I remember, I'll give you guys a quick story. And Sandra, I think you heard this story. I was, um, is I had my second child. Okay. And when I had my second child, I was in, I was totally in the polar opposite of what I was used to. Cause I went to Michigan and you know, I'm a California girl where all the sunshine and heat and weather, right. And beautiful festivities. And then I go to Michigan where it's totally opposite. It's gray, you know, 80% of the, <laughs> of the, uh, you know, year there it's cold, you know? And when I had my child, I fell into a depression and I had no idea that I fell into a depression at first, but because of my way of exercising my mind before I had my child, I was blessed enough to catch myself. And I had the help of my aunt who saw me picking up the oldest child and she looked and she says, come over here, Daia. <laughs> And so I go over, she said, what's going on with you? And I'm like, what do you mean? She says, this isn't my niece. This is what she said to me. This isn't my niece. And she says, when you walk into a room, you normally, you know, you, you, you will brighten up a room. And she was honest with me. She's like, you're, you're, you're dull right now. And I said, really auntie? And I said, really? She goes, yeah. So I went back home and I looked at myself in the mirror and I saw a dullness. And then not only did I see the dullness, I felt it. I felt exactly what my auntie saw. So when you align your feeling with what you see, you parallel those two. And if it is always a destructive way of, of, I mean, if you, if you are observing obstructiveness, then you know that you're not in your right state of being. So what I did was, and this is how the universe always works in my favor, you guys, I swear to God. I happened to be watching Oprah Winfrey and Oprah Winfrey had a young lady who had just given birth the way I did. So our children was parallel in age and she was sitting there on Oprah Winfrey show. And this woman had no arms, no limbs to hug her child. And I looked at that. I'm listening to my auntie, right? Tell me, hey, something's not right. I look around in my house. All the blinds are shut, right? No, I had no sunshine or anything coming in. And then automatically I snapped out of it. And that was a blessing. So I had all those blessings, blessings to Oprah Winfrey show, (laughs) right? Blessing to my auntie and all of those things. So being true to yourself is what 
is important. And all you have to do is tap in and tune in and say, okay, well, how do I feel about this? Even if you've created an outcome for your situation or not, it's about how do you feel about it? And you should always be, con- con- you should always be content at your best behavior. If you put your best foot in or whatever the case may be, even though you didn't finish what you set out to do, be content with what you attempted to do. And one thing I want to say this too, you know, um, we have to understand, and I'm going to go back to this because everything is interconnected. Strength is what gives you your integrity. Now, if, if you do not have integrity in life, remember that you cannot be true to yourself. You have to be true to yourself in order to have integrity. Integrity is what creates life, all right? So in order to give yourself life, you have to understand your integrity. You have to understand your strength. Without your strength, there's no integrity. So if you focus on those two things, and I want to say this as well, Sandra, because remember we, we talked about this too before, that your strength is located near your adrenal glands between your hip bones and the ribs at the small of your back. That's why individuals who have back problems, they feel that the world has come down on them and they're losing their strength. And that's why it always affects your back. Even women who's pregnant, you know, sometimes it's like, oh my God, we got these back problems or whatever the case may be. So I just want to bring that to everybody's attention because you want to make sure that you have integrity, integrity to yourself Tap in, tune in, or exercise it as much as you can about mental awareness. And within that, hey, I think you always possess love. How do you define integrity? Like, I hear that word a Mm -hmm. lot, but what does that Mm -hmm. look like? Like, what does integrity look like in a day-to-day scenario, like in a mothering scenario? Mm -hmm. Here we go. Integrity to me is when you say that you're going to do something, you should have the belief that you can do it. When you say that you can do something, you have the belief that you can do it and you execute it. You execute it to the best of your ability. And that falls in line with loving someone, being there when you say you're going to be there, when you say you're not going to do something, don't do it. When you say you're going to do something, do it. That's what integrity is. And the moment you decide that you want to go back on your word, because remember, words have a healing property. So words can destroy and words can heal. So when you say you're going to do something, those are words and thoughts that you're giving to yourself. And think about when you don't mount up to what you say you're going to do for yourself. It lowers your immune system. So integrity is all about following through what your ideas are and following through what you say you're going to do. That's it. Now I hate to cut you off, but quickly, where can people find you? Oh my gosh. Daiya.com. D double A I Y A H dot com. Also I have open arms to everyone. Um, Healthy relationship talk radio, Facebook. We just opened that up and then Twitter, Instagram, all of that stuff under Daiya six, you guys. 
and Marnie at M-A-R-N-I-E dot com. Marnie Swedberg, thank you so much for being my guest today. Daia 6, it's a pleasure as always. We'll be back again next week to talk more about these type of issues that face every mother at every point, at some point in her married, single, or whatever you want to call it, life. We'll be back after, uh, oh no, we'll be back next week. This is the end of the show. Gosh, it went fast. Thanks for tuning in to Military Mom Talk Radio. Want more information? Check us out at MilitaryMomTalkRadio.com or find us on iTunes for more than 200 free episodes. Drop us an email or find us on Facebook. We are looking forward to another great discussion. We hope you'll join us on Military Mom.